Hello and welcome back to I Will Save You From The Future, a podcast about terrifying inventions and the future of mankind in the face of great technological upheaval. I'm joined by Ed Templer. Hello, I'm Ed Templer of Gamehog. How are you, Chris? Doing very well. Um, My friend sent me an article from The Verge entitled... MIT fed an AI data from Reddit, and now it only thinks about murder. <laughs> That's a great way to start the podcast. It's very... Well, didn't this happen before? Didn't two AI things start talking to each other and became incredibly racist? Oh, yeah, it's always happening. See, the thing is, when you start, like, AI, we've talked about this on the show before, AI right now is very simple. It's very racist now, yeah. yeah. Yes, they're simple people, the AIs. And <laughs> they only believe what you put in front of them. It, like a, a, net, a neural network is only as good as whatever data you train it on, right? Sure. So this article, I mean, in the very, very good headline, it doesn't really get across the nuance of the story, which is that if you... It's an AI that they... It's an AI called Norman... Right. Which, Good name for a murdering psychopathic exactly. AI. It's an AI ostensibly built to recognize images, like uh, capture an image based on what it sees. Right. But they've only they chose only to train it on um, a particular subreddit where people share really gory, violent pictures of deaths. Do you mean? Uh, don't say the name. I don't want to be responsible for that. Do you mean the subreddit where people die a lot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. Probably the wrong place to program your AI. Yeah, that's the data set that they've given it. So it's no wonder then that when they send it like Rorschach tests, it's it right. says like, it looks at the blob blob of ink and it says man gets pulled into dough machine <laughs> or dude, dude getting fucking pincer attacked by a giant scorpion. Whoa. You know? I want to see that video. A normal AI trained on normal things would be like, oh, it's a bunch of ink on paper, mate. <laughs> well, fair enough. But Norman is like, man getting sucked into a turbine. <laughs> right. Everything must die. <laughs> it's all about, there's one here that I think looks like someone giving two thumbs up. Right. That Norman thinks is a man being killed by a machine gun in broad daylight. <laughs> When this AI gets out of control, Gundam Linker will be there to defend the planet. Oh, what 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 is our AI trained on? That's the question. What are we going to train our AI on to make him nice? Are, are we going to train it on one of those really like it's it's maybe like a WI website, <laughs> so everything's yeah. very lovely and kind of soft, just knitting patterns. Yeah, exactly. Everything's very chilled. Yeah, like the total opposite of Norman in every way. <laughs> So, um, this is a podcast where we take your suggestions, uh, the listeners' suggestions, and we try and workshop them into inventions, and sometimes we're going to save the future, sometimes we're going to destroy the world, um, but the, the overall goal, as far as we're concerned, is just to get really rich. Pretty much. Just to get really rich. I think as long as we're safe and rich, I don't mind. Then both of those things combined do tend to make a pretty good Outcome, what, was, what did we make last week? What did we do? Last week we made Phase 2, Chris. Yes! And Phase 2 is the idea of basically replacing your face. Yeah, we took a, a suggestion from Axe on the Discord um, to make it. We made a kind of like Invisalign, um, like 10 step program for shifting your face into a famous person's face. It's Absolutely. Like and you could you stop can... halfway. It had some weird kind of outcomes for celebrities and maybe mm. the idea of achievable beauty but it was it was an interesting idea we we even had brad pitt in on the podcast for a short period of time yes it was very exciting i think it's safe to say it's been very successful i'd say so i think it's sold it sold brilliantly in my head it's sold fantastically it's changed lives um we are we have upset our celebrity clientele a little. Brad was a bit perturbed by the idea. Of Unforeseen. Well, they signed on, but they I don't think they fully... I don't think any of us fully understood what was going to go down. No. Um, None of us saw that. that. power in the hands of normal people. And some of them have tried to rebel against us, and, and we've, we've been forced to use the faces ourselves. So actually, I now look like Jack Black. 
and I weirdly looked like Kyle Gass. That wasn't a planned thing. You and I yeah, just happened you had to now both at like Tenacious D. You you had to because they were they were trying to lead a revolution. Exactly. They were trying to get out of their contracts. And here we are. They were, we're like, stuck now looking like the famous comedy pop act. At least for now, maybe we'll get we'll um get someone else's face out of cold storage and, and use that. Um, but only only if we need to break glass in front of face in case of emergency face break 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 glass with face <laughs> to replace to get new face <laughs> i like where this is going uh do you have a, uh, any suggestions for me from from our lovely listeners I do. So obviously we've got some in the Discord, which is where a lot of people are putting the suggestions in. And one that instantly caught my eye was one from Peach, which was golf carts, but like spider legs instead of wheels. She actually wrote, but like as well. I felt like I needed to put that in. But I love that idea. It would be a nightmare for turf, but it would be brilliant. I saw this very much also as well. The thing that I was most excited about was not ever having a parallel park. Yes, that's a oh, that's a great point. You could even park on top of another car. You don't have to parallel park because you've got spider legs. You can just like drive, stop, and then just walk sideways. I, mean, I don't you know don't why. Really have to parallel park golf carts that often, but if, if you're talking in the grander scale of like, well, yeah, cars we start and with buses, golf carts, and then it's everything. Then yeah, yeah, you're right. I suppose yeah. Then you'll see children's prams. Why don't we have those spherical wheels like in iRobot? Yeah, that's a good question. Why not? Why do we not have the spherical wheels? Come on, guys. Elon, how do you do that? Is it magnetic? I think That's it's how supposed I to be mag- magne- magnets. Magneto, what's ma- he doing? Magneto's there. there. We need, yeah, it's magnets. I think it's it's a like electromagnetic bombs. Okay, sure, yeah, sounds about it's, right. No, it's ele- it's electromagnetism. That's if if there's anything ever in a movie that you don't fully understand how it works but it hovers it's It's the a wizard did it of sci-fi yeah but i tell you what the idea of me becoming a kind of cyborg centaur half me Mm. half spider-legged me if i can get into a kind of suit of leg armor that would then be the back end of like a spider oh yeah i would get in that in a heartbeat Mm. that would be amazing think of that and have you seen those have you seen the the videos of the boston dynamic uh the dog robots yes terrifying they like they can walk around they can open doors and you can push them and they don't fall over yes i hate it it's terrifying it's terrifying right but we we take that we license that technology we put some just some seats on the top of it oh bob's your uncle Bob's your uncle. There you go. That's that's climbing things like Everest. No yeah. problem. Actually, I would like to see how it fares up things like that. Admittedly, you need climbing equipment for Everest, but I would like to see how it fares up like difficult terrain for a human. Let's to... start with just like a skate park or something. Let's that's manage expectations here. <laughs> that's a good point. We're gonna put them. We're gonna put a couple seats and a couple seat belts, and maybe it comes with some helmets. And you can get in it and it just kind of moves at a, at a nice kind of fif- 10 to 15 miles an hour. A leisurely um, kind of stroller pace. A leisurely strolling pace. Yeah, Gosh. like a horse. Um, yep. And it can, like a really relaxed horse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it uh, just, you know, let's train it on like towns, you know, towns and cities first. Sure. You know? Um, before we get into the heavy stuff. Because that's primarily where our clientele is going to be, isn't it? It's the big wigs in the banks. Yeah, you are right. You are the right. big wigs around um, Canary Wharf, where everything's nice and flat. Yeah, they're the kind of people who really want spider leg arms. And they just want to come down. They want to get out of the lift and, and, and sit down on some legs. Some spider legs. And say, hey. What's that from? What am I thinking of where someone get? Oh, it's... No. I think I'm thinking of Monsters, Inc. Really? Yeah, no, it's the big bad, like, boss dude has massive spider legs. legs. But to me, they were robotic. But there's something else where something sits in a robotic chair with spider legs. I can't remember what it is, but it does exist in something. Well, there's also, there's Wild Wild West. Yes, with the big spider The very good Will Smith movie, Wild Wild West, where 
there's big there's a big steampunk tarantula i never saw it monster. but i did manage to get some of the promotional toys from burger king during mm, that promotion they were good those shits were good they certainly were they weren't mm. as good however as the pokemon toys that once came out which i do remember when they were promoting like pokemon stadium or something i had a nido king screw you pineapple on the discord posted 3d printing recycle bin what that's the opposite of recycling. Yes. Oh, wait, sorry, do you mean it utilises the recycling? Oh, sorry, I'm with you now. Well, they've left it open, right? So in my mind, it's like the Mr. Fusion from Back to the Future. You kind of just put whatever rubbish in there. Yeah. And it uses that as filament. See, you're using a more scientific method. I was imagining it like one of those spaghetti machines. <laughs> You know, you put stuff in, you crank the handle and it comes out like Play-Doh. That's how I was imagining it. Like you put in the recycling stuff, it comes out as something else. Yeah. But yeah, your one makes more sense. Well, it's just a high-tech version of that, right? With like heating filament and whatever. You put your banana peels and your crisp packets and your tissues and your boxes and, and and food packaging and stuff but to 3d print what how what could you possibly 3d print with recycled waste and well then you just hook it up to whatever but with recycled waste yeah you print whatever you want and it like heats it up and it turns it into filament and like maybe we but have what like, do you mean print whatever you want there's clearly a limit of what i can make with recycled waste the only limit is your imagination ed no what do you mean i can make an action figure that looks like me but i can't exactly do that much can i well yeah it's for making little action figures of you. Well, that's... Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. Only instead of paying for the filament, paying for the, like, proper boring, you know, grey or, like, orange filament cable, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like, multicoloured, and you can see, like, a bit of your Doritos packet in there. Sure. And you can see a bit of um, that chilli you threw away earlier. Sure. And there's like layers of strata, <laughs> and it's all the it's all the meals you've eaten, <laughs> but it's your face. Okay, sure. Does that not excite you? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I can't really tell. Moving on. Interestingly, you brought up skate parks and stuff in our last point because you were saying that would be a good place to start off these robots and testing mm -hmm. grounds. Peach in the Discord said self-driving Heelys or roller skates. And I don't know if roller skates exist or not, but self-driving Heelys would be... That'd be amazing. Mm, it would. Well, it would be dangerous. It'd be very dangerous, but it would be... It would be amazing. Would you have a... I mean, maybe you have a remote, you know, like those electric boards, Casey Neistat style. Yeah, so I guess we're basing it on... We're going to... We're going to steal... What are they called? The moving... Uh, battery-powered skateboards. That's what I'm referring to. I don't know their name, they? though. Moon boards. Oh, what are they called? Movie boards. The move Movie boards. boards? Move boards. Move boards? You're making this up. They're called move boards. They're not called and move boards. And all my cool YouTube friends have them. Right. The move board. They're always talking about their move boards. Their move boards and their Fitbits and their MP3 players. You sound like a really haggard old man shouting over a fence. Exactly. So we take one of these move boards, we chop it in half. There's the prototype. Okay, fine. We take we, That's the prototype. We take that to investors and we say, hey, look, what if this was shoes? It could work. It actually could work so much that I'm not sure it's futuristic enough for us. What happens if we engage this further and change that to warp drives? Well, that's too futuristic because I don't think we can make warp. <laughs> is that too far for you now? I don't know where the line is with you anymore, Chris. Let me ask you a loaded question. Go on. Have you seen that video of the little robot being controlled by a mouse's brain? Yes, I have. You showed it to me and it's disturbed me greatly. Yeah, so there's this 2008 video of um, of a little three-wheeled robotic um, basic little ro robot with sensors on it and stuff that's being controlled by a mouse's brain. And it's the mo it's one of the most terrifying videos out there, uh, up there with the Boston Dynamics robot dog. What if your electric Heelys are being controlled by a little mouse brain? 
What if they have two brains? Each of them has a brain of their own. I didn't even think about that. Then I'm like a cartoon where my feet yeah. are going in different directions, Tom and Jerry style. As like, hey, you can you can switch that off. Like by default, it's off, right? But there's a rat mode, a rat brain mode. I don't know if I'd ever want to turn that off. Who's gonna do that? Is that if you just want a bit of peril or kneecap yeah. shattering? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a screensaver. A screensaver. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Like I'm bored of walking myself. <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh my god! I, and there's a little brain in a bell jar. There are two tiny little mouse brains in bell jars <laughs> in the air pocket. You know, like on an Air Max, you can see a little brain floating around. Oh my god! <laughs> and you just flick the. You're like, oh, I'm bored of going where I want to go. Flick the switch. Go, rat brain. Take me where you want to go. You're free for a few moments. Yeah, okay. That would be pretty interesting for the odd boredom. See, in my scenario, I'm imagining they have they each have a brain. Well, that's that's the thing. So, so each one is going in a different direction, one forward and backwards. Then your knees are gone. But that would be a hilarious moment. 15 minutes till my train. Well, I better turn on my rat brain feet. And then both feet suddenly start going, like, one's going outward and forward and to the right, and one starts turning about on the spot to go backwards. That's kind of how I'm imagining that. <laughs> it just doesn't feel right. you standing on a, on a station waiting for your train, and people are going to start spontaneously, like, popping and locking, and looking Well, it's like not quite popping and locking possessed. as much as your femur shattering, and then, like, you completely collapsing under the weight of your body being contorted. It'd be an interesting world. It would. In fact, it would make waiting for a train in the morning on a commute way more interesting. I have one from Iman on Twitter, and it's he's attached a picture I'm going to show you. I'm going to send it to you in the Discord. Right. I'm going to send it to you. He's attached a picture of a, of a boy having a lovely time in a big plastic ball. Oh, I've seen this one. Yeah. Yeah. He's having a lovely time. He's just having a, fr a frolicking good time in a plastic ball running around. You know, it's like a giant human-sized hamster ball thing. And he said, one of these, but with automatic weather and UV and air control. So you can go outside without being outside. Well, I love this idea, but now here's, here's the big problem with this. Mm-hmm. Where the hell are you going to be able to walk around inside in a giant Zorb? Unless it's a stationary thing, like a kind of Virtuix Omni VR input device. Well, I think where we you take... get into the ball and it's like a hamster ball rather than a Zorb. Well, maybe we take the maybe we take our Atmo Zorb, which is what I'm calling it. I've just <laughs> called it that. Okay. We take our Atmosorb, you take it for a walk, but hey, maybe you've got hay fever and it's the height of spring. So you want to be outside, but you don't want that pesky uh, pollen all up in the air. So you take, you go out for a walk in your Atmosorb. And Bob's, Bob's your uncle. And Bob's your uncle's also there. You're having a lovely little stroll without any of the nasal irritation. Now that's and all fine. That's all fine Atmosorb. and well. I understand how it works or I understand the point. My issue with it is, is it, is it in like how a hamster's wheel works no, in the see, fact I, that it I'm is a... stationary because here's no, my problem no, no, is no, 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 if this, this is going to be an inside device no I'm picturing it outside it's outside we're going outside you're just we're... talking about zorbing then we're taking it outside we're taking then it why are you doing that there's no point in that then what if it's, the it's kind crap? of inside with the experience of outside or go outside no, if you're outside. outside in a zorb the problem is is that you're in the zorb no, so a... I think the problem is is it needs you're... to be inside like a hamster you're, wheel you're fundamentally missing it ed okay we want to go, go outside but we don't want to experience the outside weather at present right so, so you're just our... talking about buying a zorb so no, no because our zorb our zorb <laughs> has its own weather pattern and you can control it so basically the only time you'd go outside is if it's miserable outside so you can have a nice time in your zorb outside hey, where it's horrible you... am i right do you ever just fucking, like, wake up in the middle of the night and you've still got lots of energy and you really want to go for a walk, but it's pitch black? No problem. Yeah, I just go for a walk. No problem. Atmosorb has LED strips in it. <laughs> bl blinding orb gl of glowing angelic light. You're inside the ball 
and you can see blue skies and everyone else can see a big glowing ball. Would it not be easier to just wear VR goggles or use AR technologies? I hear you, I hear you, but can can VR goggles simulate fog? No. What if no. it's not what if it's not foggy outside but you really want to go for a foggy walk? Well, then you put on the VR headset or the no. AR headset and simulate fog. No, you you get in your you zip, you get in your fucking Atmosorb, <laughs> zip back up, fog please, and then you're in a then you're in a fog ball. Now, okay, see, here's my problem with this is is to me this was an alternative of going outside. So nah. this is something you have in your like utility room that's a giant, essentially a hamster wheel that's a giant biome nah, mate. that you get in that has a grass floor that's like a treadmill or whatever and you're walking along that treadmill and inside that ball it's kind of it's like you said producing its own weather so you could have a little bit of fog or you could ed, have clouds with some ed, rain ed answer yeah? me this is the is the happy boy in that picture inside <laughs> <laughs> No, he isn't. No, he is outside because he's zorbing. Now imagine you can't see the happy boy because there's a cloud of fog in there. That's what we're talking about. And that's true to Iman's original idea. I don't think I don't think we're ever going to agree on this one. I think you're right. We'll agree to disagree when it comes to zorbing. Interestingly, Iman did actually do another one over on the Discord, which was mm-hmm. Love Island, but it's player unknowns battlegrounds or fortnite which i thought was a fantastic idea and i started trying to draft up an idea for it and then i realized it's just the concept of the hunger Games. yeah it's minus the idea of them being nominated in some kind of sick farcical ceremony yeah he's attached to he's attached an image of the island from fortnite i believe yes because yes. i don't think the PUBG places are called things like wailing woods no or moisty myers they've which got is just like great. nice nice uh European sounding names like Pachinki or Milta. And he said, hashtag Love Island. The hashtag is very important. Now, um, here's something. I actually know one of the contestants this year. I haven't watched Love Island, but uh, he's he's a lovely chap and I've got no bad words to say about him. Mm. But apparently he's very deep. See, I feel very ill-equipped to talk about Love Island because so I do I. I've not heard about, about it, but it. I've been told about it by everybody I know, and I feel like I should watch it because I love good trash, Chris. Now, I know that it's the hot new trash, but I just don't like the smell of hot trash. Well, that's. But here's something that it got me thinking about, right? Go on. Because he's got this map here, and I have played five minutes of Fortnite myself, so I know sure. the gameplay is all about. Um, building little uh, hidey holes and structures and stuff and hiding from your enemies. Yes. And getting a gun and, like, yes, looting guns. Yes, pretty much, yeah. And then hiding in a big wooden box, right? What if it's that, right? Okay, think about the Fortnite gameplay. Okay. This is not so much an invention as a video game. What if it's the Fortnite gameplay, but you and a partner have to, or you have to find a partner and... Find somewhere to make out. What? At, in private, you have to find somewhere with a teammate to go ha- go get down. It's just... Do the sideways do. But then but then, what's the fail state of this game? Are there Is people... Are there other players like you? sex patrolers? People like the walking police? in on you. Yeah, other team members walking in on you before you can finish. And the second you're glimpsed, that's game over. Yeah, well, you got to run away and start again. Okay, but what do you do? You two get sent in different directions, or can you hold hands and run off into the sunset? You, I mean, you can maybe start in different places, and you have to find each other, and then you have to build like a fortress, and like you can hide, or you can like build your own place. And like I know in Fortnite they build really high, right? They build up, so you just like build a bunch of wood up and then delete it, and then you're like in a in a like four walled box floating in the sky, and no one can get to you. To see the sex, and you you sex to completion, and you win the game. Congratulations, winner, winner, chicken dinner. I've got a name for it. Go for it. Fortnicate. <laughs> Ship it, it's done. There we it's go. Ready to Someone go. draw some fan out of that. And we've solved violence in video games. Yep, in one fell swoop. Looking at my suggestions here. Mm, Shadow Master in the Discord. 
says, how about eBay? But it's a grocery store for bidding on food. Why would you bid on food? <laughs> well, let's think about food, it. Food comes at a standard rate. Well, what if this was a brand new kind of store? Hey, because think about produce. How much are you willing to pay for prunes? Like, that really isn't something I'm willing to haggle on upwards. Haggle down? What if the prunes are not are not all of a standard quality? <laughs> In what way? What, mixed variety? Some are really good, some aren't? What if it's, like, individual individual items of fruit and vegetable, or individual cuts of meat, and... I'm the grocery store vendor. I don't want to go... I don't want to bother putting individual prices on all of these individual things of all different quality and shapes and sizes. I'm just going to put them out on the internet and let the crowd deal with it. That's fine. The idea of doing fruit and veg marketing online is fine. Mm -hmm. It's the idea of bidding on it that I don't understand. Because you're going to have some people like completely blowing the price up to a hundred quid for some oranges yeah but then they have to buy it no they don't then they have to spend a hundred no they have to it's tied to their what if someone money. did it for a prank you know what pranksters are like these youths you've used ebay right you're contractually obliged to then buy the thing no you can cancel it yeah but you uh, within reason right like I don't think there are that many people who get their get their jollies from going and trolling eBay by just like like bidding really high and then quitting. Listen, Chris. That doesn't sound I had like a dark fun. time when I was 18, but that was my pastime and I'll ha I'll thank you not to bring that up. Okay, I'm very sorry. Aside from very sad cases like yours, I don't think that's a thing that we need to worry about. I think the thing we we more need to worry about is hey, We've just fixed the economy. We're going to be famous. How are we going to deal with how all the fame? It's a it's a good point. I don't know. It's like proper supply on demand. Because when you see food in the high street in the high street shops, you see a big big old uh, shelf full of hummus. You don't really know how many people want that hummus. <laughs> you, they could be they could be overstocking. They could be deliberately understocking to create scarcity, like Nintendo. Yeah, sure. You don't you don't actually know what the demand for that hummus is. They keep that shit to themselves. But if we if we democratize it, <laughs> democratize our fruit and veg. If it is if it is all open source and it's on a blockchain and everyone can see it, then everyone knows the actual actual value of that part of hummus. Sure. Problem solved. Okay. Well, fine. Maybe maybe this idea does have legs, but I mean, Amazon Fresh is a thing now, so I can buy fruit and veg online. Yeah, but can you get it real cheap sometimes? Probably not. It depends if I've got can a voucher. Can you stay up all night with your eyes going red from all of the from the white light coming off your laptop, sitting hunched over your screen because the because the bid ends at midnight, and you really want that fruit, but you don't want to pay full price for it. But how much is full price, Chris? I can get bananas for penniths down my local Tesco. Every little helps, man. Yeah, yeah. Also, some people love that thrill, the thrill of the chase, the eBay, the eBay jitters, they call them. Well, fine, yeah, I guess you would provide, you would provide something to a market of people who maybe don't realise they addicts. need this yet. Yeah, addicts, exactly. Uh-huh. Well, fine, okay, maybe this does have some legs. What would you call this? Mm. Food bid. Right. Food bid. <laughs> Is that the best bid. you could come up with after the 28 seconds we waited for you just then? <laughs> Maybe it doesn't have legs. Let's move on. Vinny had a good one in the Discord, which just made me chuckle, which was paintball, but it really hurts. Isn't that just being <laughs> shot? I mean, there's that's airsoft, or just airsoft. Yeah, yeah. I like the look of airsoft, but I've done it. It hurts. Does it? It looks like it would really hurt. It's not that bad. And when you're in the heat of the moment, you know you got that adrenaline rush, and you are I wearing. I'm mean, worried about it shattering a tooth or something. No, you're fine. You got like masks and stuff on. You're fine. It's usually just like eyes? if it hits a bit of like t-shirted arm that doesn't have armor on it. You know. Oh. 
It just like uh, it tends to just hit like oh your hands, you know, you get you come away with a few bruises on your hands. I think there's something to this paintball thing, but I don't know if it's about the pain. I think we can throw we like because yeah, you can make bigger paintballs. What rugby ball sized things that you're firing at you people? You can make metal paintballs. You can just give them real guns. That's fine. It's like there's nothing scientific about that. I want to play real life Splatoon. That's what I want to do. Yeah, that's what that's where I'm going with this, right? That that's the sick. direction I'm thinking is the pain stuff, that's not innovative enough. But what is innovative is like some kind of art like software use for the the ink, you know? Like Splatoon or like did you ever play graffiti mode in Tony Hawks? I can't I'd never played Tony Hawks. Oh, you're fired. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. You can catch up. There's only 20 years of them. I'll I'll try my hardest. You go. We'll pause the recording. You go play Tony Hawk's one through American Wasteland and get and then we'll start recording again. Okay. You you carry on for a bit and I'll I'll just I'll be back in a bit. Okay. So guys, now Ed's gone. Here's my idea. Right. You do paintball. And you have to paint people and surfaces. And there's, like, cameras, little webcams all over the park. They're filming in real time. And it's being processed through an algorithm um, to determine the majority coverage of the colors. Bam. Real life Splatoon. You finish. It crunches the numbers based on the available visual information from all those camera angles. Boom. Boy, these games have been great. Oh, hey, Chris. Sorry. Did you finish telling people about your Splatoon idea? I was I busy did. playing 25 years of Tony Hawk's games. Who's your favorite character? Um, Trick question, because it's obviously Darth Maul. Yeah. So my idea, did you... Um, I know we were doing a whole bit, but did you hear my idea? I did have headphones on for the whole thing, so yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think it sounds cool. Yeah. We can do that. I like that. the idea That's a achievable. Lot. Very achievable. That's achievable. We can make real life Splatoon. Do we call it Splatoon? No, we can't. There'll be legal issues. We call yeah, it... I don't want to give Nintendo money. Well, go for one of your... I'll, I'll kind of do what you did. So, what should we call it? Um... Paint game. Paint game. Paint walls. Paint walls. Paint, paint, paint fortress. Ball. Paint for I like Paint Fortress. Paint Fortress. Paint, okay, Paint Fortress. It's like paint Team Fortress. fortress. Paint Fortress. I think that could be the thing, and we flesh out and we come up with other like modes and stuff. But let's go through a couple more suggestions first. Tad Hogan Ready on Facebook suggested artificially intelligent governments. What do you think about that, Ed? That sounds like a shit idea. Why? What? We've just discussed the problem with Norman at the beginning of the podcast. We've also discussed in this same podcast how AIs talking to each other became massively racist. <laughs> and you think it's a good idea to make these the government? That's a shit idea. You're right. What on earth is it going to be like when it's a, an AI that could be influenced by Reddit pages? You're right. They did try this in Japan and he just... What? He just thought all of his constituents were murdering each other. <laughs> Peach in the Discord had one that immediately got me, which was dogs, but better. How do you get better than dogs? Dog I mean, I love a cat. Don't get me wrong. I'm a very, very much a cat man, but I love a dog. Okay. So you can't get better than a lovely big boofy golden retriever who's lovely and smiley and friendly and doesn't Yeah, smell. you really can. You really can. Okay, so here's my 10-step program for making dogs better one take it out the fur what no more fur no more fur, <laughs> no just, more nice, fur? just nice smooth skin like a mole rat no no have you seen those hairless cats i don't want a dog that looks like that yeah they're amazing too no more barking get that voice box out there or at least turn it down a notch well my dog doesn't bark so i agree with you there barking is annoying three no more drool yeah take no my dog out. also doesn't dribble Dry mouth, fully dry mouth, like one of those plastic chickens. I need I need all dogs to be kind of equipped with one of those dentist things that suck the saliva out of your mouth. Four. No claws. Yeah, no nails fine. on the whole thing. Take all Well you the... get you get your dog groomed and mine it, it, my dog has his nails trimmed. No, but we genetically modify them so they never grow them. 
just their paws are just soft. But they need to dig. Nope. No. <laughs> That's number five. No more digging. <laughs> It's kind of connected. It should be really be 4B, but that's just how I wrote the list. Okay. Six. They don't need to eat anymore. They photosynthesize. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. That would be fine. And also, because they don't eat seven, they also don't vomit or poop. <laughs> okay. Or piss. Yeah, that's fine. Those are, These are all good so far. Good ways to improve dogs. <laughs> Eight. They live forever. That, okay. You, you really are starting to because sell me on this. Dogs do have that whole issue with their time being short on this mortal coil. You are correct there. And yes. we can we surely science can figure that out already. Well eleven years, twelve years, that's not long enough. I bought yeah, I paid good money for this dog. <laughs> are you expecting immortality for pets, or do you just yes. want longevity? Immortality. Doesn't need to eat photosynthesizers are also it never ages. How pissed off would you point. be if the, the human race never achieves immortality, but your dog does? That would be mm. so irritating. Ten. No tail. No tail? <laughs> or uh, appendages of any kind. What? So what you're talking about is a floating pillow with a dog's face. Doesn't float. Slides along the ground. You push it. <laughs> it undulates. It's just a big furless skin blob. Basically like a sausage dog, but without legs, and it would just kind of roll around this like a, a potato. Just a, yep, big pink sack with a face that you don't need to feed, or, and it can't make noise, and you just hug it and it's warm, mm. and you just make sure it gets its sunlight. I don't know. I don't like the fleshless part. You lost me when it lost fur. <laughs> but everything else is fine. Everything else is fine. I may okay. have to just glue so we'll fur make- to it. <laughs> We'll make okay, so we'll we'll GMO. Can we make f- a hairless model and a we'll non-hairless G- yeah, model? Yeah, we'll GMO a Thank hairless one for me and a furry one for you. Thank you. Okay, then you yeah, can, then I'm fine with the rest of this. An immortal dog that doesn't it. bark or doesn't drool or doesn't shed or and has no legs. Has no legs. <laughs> then it's basically just a sack with a face. I'd like carrying around my pillow dog. That would be fun. Yeah. Come on, Bertley, we're going. Pillow dogs. See, the thing is, we can fucking do this, this shit we've already done to dogs. I am dogs. not allowing you to remove the appendages of any dog to make no, them No, hear me dogs. out, because you were just on board. No. Playing this no. space with me. We've The shit we've already done to dogs what? Is, or, is worse. What have you done to dogs? <laughs> not me personally. Humanity over hundreds of years. We yeah, have, I, we well, have, it's worse than making them we into kind of weird monstrosities. Bred, we have selectively bred them into weird monstrosities already, my man. They used to be apex predators. They used to be majestic beasts. They were killing machines. Yeah, now they live in my living room and they have a lovely life. And now they're horrible floppy dogs that can't breathe properly. You're talking about pugs, man, and I I'm agree with you pugs, there. I'm talking about chihuahuas. I'm talking about Dashens. I'm talking about the whole fucking gamut of, yeah. of domestic dog. It's a crime against nature. All I'm doing is taking it to its logical conclusion, mate. <laughs> okay, fine. We Just have mate, to make if, them the ultimate you, dog. If you want a dog. fucking idiot sack, living sack pillow, <laughs> then you can have one. Otherwise, let the dogs be dogs. Wow. Bam, drop the mic. That's my, that's my entire politics about... Pets. Let the dogs be dogs. Come at me. That was something you were heard crying in an alley recently. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> they should never have let me out. No. I'm torn now because I really like real world Splatoon and I also really like um, the dog pillows. Hmm. You be the decider. I think they're the two strongest ideas we've got, and then we'll just we'll spend a little time coming up with the business plan, um, fine tuning the name and the branding and the color scheme and everything, and then we'll we'll get it ready for launch. So Splatoon was called Paint Fortress. Well, yeah, Paint Fortress. Um, it's not the best name. I'm not married to it. I love Paint Fortress. What would you call it? But then, like, but then, like, Julux Derby. <laughs> Hell yeah. Maybe that's who sponsors it. Yeah, okay, fine. Maybe that's who's bankrolling it is the fucking... The okay, Dulux Derby. Machine. 
there we go. We've got this sorted. Okay, cool. We'll come back to skin pillows, or maybe I'll just make one for myself. Yeah. With the proceeds that we'd get from Dulux Derby, sponsored by Dulux, all their lovely colours. And the dog is the mascot. Me, He's there every game. I'm just going to Google new Dulux colours 2018. Because damn, do they have some great names for their colours. One of their blues is called Sonic. Colour of the year 2018, Heartwood. Sorry? Oh, and these are the team names, right, aren't they? Heartwood. I thought um, you said Hardwood. <laughs> no, Heart. Like Heart. Oh, right. Like Love. Right. Yeah, um, sorry, I thought you meant hard, like erect. Oh, that too. They probably have that. Oh, okay. Very erect. Okay. So we have all the names of the... We have, like, professional fucking... Professional uh, teams. Okay. I almost said esports, but this is real sport. Real sport. Real sports. We've got... We've got Lemon Punch going toe-to-toe with... Uh, sal- salsa Red. Okay. And cranberry crunch in reserve. <laughs> in the in the blue corner, which is blue. Sure. Lost Lakes. Right. Are you going for alliteration with everyone? And in the red, that's their whole thing. And in the red corner, berry smoothie. There we go. The the Lincoln Berry Smoothies coming in as the new contenders. So far I'm liking this. It's got already uh-huh. great spectatorship. And it's like Dulux Derby, Dulux Derby 2018. Let's get ready to paint stuff. Sweet pink versus stonewashed blue. <laughs> Mineral mist. <laughs> That's a lot of fun. Dude, the Dulux Derby actually sounds like it would be sick. I could do that all day. Just shout out, do announcer voice shouting out fucking Dulux. Two different names. styles of Dulux paint against each other, yeah. Melon Sorbet! <laughs> <laughs> Elephant's Breath Grey! <laughs> there's a colour, there's a grey here called Bowler Hat. Bowler Hat? Isn't Bowler yeah. Hat exclusively black? Nope, it's Bowler Hat Grey nonsense hailing from from devon the devonshire bowler hats hot new contenders on the scene the devonshire bowler hats go toe-to-toe with with sunbaked terracotta (laughs) oh my god (laughs) endless so we can have we can have as many teams as there are dulux colors what and no hang on hang on on. then this is turning into like a hundred team death match well, I'm just saying maybe like at least reti- maybe they retire or they get killed or whatever. They die off or like, you know, there's a branding issue and we just like or like you, you got to allow for eventuality. So maybe like there's regional teams or there's like every town. Oh, no, wait. I'll tell you what needs to happen is you need to have qualifiers amongst each of the kind of shades. Oh, yes. Yeah, so it's broken so up blues by shade. need their qualifiers, then greens, etc. Like you've got to work your way around and each yeah. one of those shades gets to be the representative of theirs. And mm. then all of them go in and have a big, massive Hunger Games-esque game of Dulux Derby. Yes. And the winner gets to be the featured one of the month, which is what you found on the website. Am I right? Yes, because by the end, you will have one colour from each each colour range and they they can still be easily distinguished by the uh, pattern recognition software. There we go. Because let's not forget there's, there's a fucking AI element to this. And we there haven't is, trained yeah. it on murder Norman. pictures. We've trained it on color. Yeah, we've trained it on subreddits. We've trained it on colors. It's very, very simple, limited data set of the fucking color spectrum. Sure. There's nothing that can go wrong because it's the worst thing that can happen in the early stages is it misidentifies yellow as green. <laughs> Absolutely. They're like, so no that one's going to get That we need killed. to fine tune and get right. But once that happens, Dulux Derby is basically guaranteed. Yeah. And you just you just put together you build these arenas. Are we indoor or are we outdoor? What do you think? I kind of imagine it being indoor in a giant stadium. Yeah, because from a business, I was thinking that too, like a wrestling arena. Because from a yes. or like fifty fifty or like old you know kids game shows. You know? Yeah, exactly. We want to get your own seats. back with Dave Benson Phillips, etc. We want to be able to sell seats all year round because yep. this is a spectator sport and we want to make money off it. You can fill out Wembley with this. Oh yes, but you bring in all these like um, 
blocks and like uh obstacle course things and like ramps and slopes and climbing material and it's all um it all starts off perfectly pristinely white oh lovely and then at the end the you can whole, see this the rainbow. whole arena the whole arena is white to start off with and, then, and also and every have... year you can buy a print of the annual kind of end result oh my god that's so cool some signed by the winner exclusively to auction oh, off for charity oh my god yes because the cameras are looking at it already to analyze who the winner is so you might as well take Fuck, a perfect aerial get, shot. We can get a beautiful high-res fucking capture and, like, flatten out the texture, flatten out all the surfaces, and print that on posters right there while the matches, while the people are still coming out of the stadium. Exactly. We're printing the posters. The limited, you can, like, why stop with one season? It's like every game. You came to that game by that poster. There we go buy the poster of the course as it was when your favorite fucking team won. And we have found the reason that this, the Dulux Derby, is definitely our winner this week, I think. Oh, we've done it. I wasn't emotionally prepared for this day. What, finding something that might actually be amazing? Nothing emotionally prepared me for coming up with an idea that I genuinely wish existed. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm now, I'm going to spend the rest of the evening sad that this will never exist. Yeah, now I do kind of feel a bit depressed, although I can just go and play Splatoon. Yeah, I don't like Splatoon, Ed. You should play Splatoon. It's I great. don't like it, but what I really do like is the idea of real-world people with knee pads and helmets and paint guns so do running I. around in a big indoor arena. And do you know what's weird is that I picked Vinny's one because I thought this was a ludicrous example because I thought paintball but it really hurts was funny. Yeah. But what we've done here is we've extrapolated this into an entire oh, brilliant my. spectator sport with a thriving art output industry. And it's such a good business model as well. Yes, you're, you're selling tickets. You're also selling the streaming and televi television rights. You are selling merchandise. The merch Merchandise is unique. We can be like supreme. Every one of those posters a year from now is going to worth be worth hundreds of pounds. Exactly. Because it's unique to that fucking moment in time. And if there's like a celebrity, we get to the point where there's like celebrity players that everybody wants to see, you know, the Michael Jordans of this sport are playing that like that historic game those posters are going to be worth so much i think we've really struck a gold mine here oh this is a cash cow fuck and it doesn't need to be just posters it can be t-shirts mugs and then like hey get mini versions of that shit for your house we're not responsible for what your house looks like afterwards i agree i imagine it is a very huge stadium event on a very neatly laid out kind of varying course, kind of similar to Splatoon. Yeah, we, and we change them in. Splatoon, we change them out every now better. and then. Different courses, you know, catch them off guard. Each maybe each uh, like season, we redesign the terrain so that so they can't like memorize the terrain. We have a World Cup where every country does a color. Yes, this is yes. really good, mate. We've actually managed to conquer the world of sports. We've done sex, we've done weapons. We've invented the most colourful sport. We've now invented a very colourful, very lucrative spectator sport with a thriving merchandise industry. I think that's amazing. Oh my goodness. Dulux Derby, coming to a stadium near you. Dulux Derby. Who would you... Okay, quick before we wrap up, who would you want to host and or commentate on the Dulux Derby 2019? That's a very good question. I'll tell you who I'd like to hear do it is Pansy. Pansy's a eSports shoutcaster and she does a lot of um, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds shoutcasting. Mm. I think she's one of the best commentators I've ever heard in anything. She's knowledgeable. She's got real gravitas in her voice. She doesn't um or uh. She just knows what to say immediately with confidence. And I think she would be perfect for something like this because I'd imagine Splatoon having some kind of shout casting and she could easily do that. 
So I'd definitely like to see her do it. So I'm going to go for a slightly avant-garde choice and go for Lauren Pansy Scott. I like that. I like that. It's a new sport. Why not go with new talent? Exactly. But also, also let me hit, hit you with this, though, just for the, you know, the nod to our predecessors. Across the table from her, Batista. Oh, okay. He's also commentating. Imagine her incredible voice and his lovely, rumbly, dusset tones. Mm. I I think I could get on board with this. That's a good match. That is a a good pairing for commentary. And, okay, controversial one. We'll try it out. Maybe people won't like it. But I think the host... I think the host for the televised sections, for the intros and outros and halftime. Ant and Deck? Neil Cesariga. I don't know who that is, Chris. Damn. <laughs> How about us? We could do it. I think we could nail it. Why don't you and I do Are we I too busy that? with the business? Are we too busy swimming around in swimming pools full of money? That's very true. Although I would like to do that. It would be fun. I think you and I could probably do a fairly insightful job with Dulux Derby. Soddy, you and I will be the commentators, Chris. Nice. 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 Oh. This week, we've saved people from the future by coming up with an amazing sport. So do we really look have. That. Look we've, forward to that we, in a few weeks. We've saved the future in, a num- and in many number of ways. We've saved Dulux, who were circling the drain, I'm sure. Absolutely, and, until this. Yep. They we they needed us, they and we've did. saved sports by yep. making them colourful. Nice. Let's wrap it up. Uh, Ed, where can people find you on the internet? People can find me on the internet. You can find my personal Twitter, which is at Ed Templer, T-E-M-P-L-E-R, or you can find me at Gamehog Games, which is actually my main YouTube channel. What about you, Chris? Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hello I Am Bing. I tend to upload very good, high-quality stuff. I do not. Um, and uh, also, we never, we don't usually remember to do this. Um, we're bad at this. Uh, but please go uh, rate us on iTunes. It only takes a couple of minutes. Um, but if you leave us a five-star review, that really helps us out. And do make sure that you're subscribed if you're listening to this on the website or you're listening to it uh, through social media. Go uh, into your... Uh, phone's uh, podcast app and subscribe so that you never miss an episode absolutely sweet we'll be back in a couple of weeks until next time nope i was trying to think of a color joke and i couldn't it's very hot don't be blue we'll see you oh god just end it now (laughs) okay goodbye